It's June 21st, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Grant Haver is off today. A brief note before we get started today. As we've been announcing over the past several weeks, the DSRnetwork.com has a new login system. The new process will make it easier to add member feed podcasts to your podcast app of choice. If you have not done so already, please visit the DSRnetwork.com and click login. From there, enter your email address you used when you became a member. The old feed will continue to work through June 30th, but after that, all of our bonus and member content will be available via the new feeds. If you need additional assistance, please email us at info at the dsrnetwork.com. Our top story today, when Russia shifted its military campaign to focus on eastern Ukraine this spring, Senior officials in the Biden administration said the next four to six weeks of fighting would determine the war's eventual path. As that time has now passed, officials say Russia is likely to end up with more territory, but neither side will gain full control of the region, as a depleted Russian military faces an opponent armed with increasingly sophisticated weapons. In recent days, neither force has been able to achieve a major breakthrough in its opponent's front lines. Christopher M. Doherty, a former Army Ranger and a defense analyst at the Center for New American Society, said in a Twitter post this month, the war now likely becomes a test of endurance. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky claims Russia is planning a renewed attack on Kharkiv. The Russian army is trying to gather forces to attack Kharkiv again. We de-occupied this region, and they want to do it again. And we see it, Zelensky said in a virtual speech at the opening of the ISPI Global Policy Forum in Italy. He was speaking on World Refugee Day about the conditions Russian forces created, which he said displaced approximately 12 million Ukrainians, of which 5 million had to flee the country. Russia withdrew from Kharkiv in mid-May after weeks of heavy bombardment. The Kremlin's chief spokesman said on Monday that two Americans captured while fighting for Ukraine should be held responsible for the crimes they have committed. It seemed to be an unmistakable signal that Moscow might prosecute them as terrorists or war criminals and hand them a harsh sentence. Russia is maintaining that the men are not members of the Ukrainian army and are not entitled to protection as prisoners of war. The stance seems calculated to intimidate thousands of volunteers who flock to Ukraine to defend its democracy. Elsewhere, French President Emmanuel Macron will meet political opponents today after his coalition failed to win a majority in parliamentary elections. Mr. Macron is now under pressure to secure support from rivals to fulfill his government's reform agenda. Minority governments are a rarity in France, and Mr. Macron's ensemble alliance is 44 seats shy of a majority. Mr. Macron will have to replace three ministers who lost their seats in Sunday's vote, and Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne's future looks increasingly under threat. The election on Sunday saw a low turnout, with an abstention rate of 53%. Gustavo Petro's victory in Colombia's presidential elections on Sunday opens a new page in the history of the country's relations with the United States. Petro said he intends to renegotiate Colombia's trade deals with the United States. 
his future conversations with U.S. President Joe Biden are likely to be tough, with the two leaders diametrically opposed on issues such as relations with Venezuela. But they still might find common ground in areas such as environmental protections and the energy transition. Although Petro tried to distance himself from Nicolas Madero on the campaign trail, he does support recognizing the authoritarian leader as the country's president, something the White House is firmly against. The January 6th commission hearings are set to resume today. The committee has subpoenaed Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to testify on Tuesday for a hearing focused on how Trump tried to overthrow election results in swing states he lost. Raffensperger was at the center of Trump's pressure campaign. Days before the attack, the president spent an hour on the phone urging him to find just enough votes to overturn Joe Biden's win. Gabriel Sterling, one of Raffensperger's top aides, who spoke out about threats he and his staff have faced from Trump supporters for certifying Georgia's results, also has been subpoenaed to testify Tuesday. The hearings are scheduled to resume at 1 p.m. today. Israel's governing coalition will dissolve parliament before the end of the month, bringing down the government and sending the country to a fifth election in three years, the prime minister said on Monday. The final straw was the government's inability last week to muster enough votes to extend a two-tier legal system in the West Bank, which has differentiated between Israeli settlers and Palestinians since Israel occupied the territory in 1967. The decision plunged Israel back into paralysis and threw a political lifeline to Benjamin Netanyahu, who is currently standing trial on corruption charges, but has refused to leave politics, and his Likud party is leading in the polls. In lighter news today, LinkedIn has launched their new funny reaction to its six other emoji reactions. Back in February, LinkedIn's chief product officer, Tomer Cohen said that one of the top requests we got was for a laughing emoji reaction. We hear you loud and clear and we agree. Humor is indeed serious business. If you don't see the emoji reaction yet, you will soon as LinkedIn is rolling out the feature gradually. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Go to the dsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Today, David Rothkopf, Rosa Brooks, and Ed Luce discuss the latest from the January 6th Commission hearings. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.